Welcome to Doers of the Word podcast, brought to you by Victory Ministries in Johnson City, Tennessee. The Bible says in Hosea 4-6, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're here to provide knowledge in the Word of God and make testimonies available through this podcast from people who have come to our ministry and have been set free and delivered through and by the Word, love, and prayers. And now, with today's podcast, here's Pastor Emery. Hey everybody, welcome back to Doers of the Word podcast. Today I am blessed to have my wife Liz with me here on the podcast. Welcome, honey. Hello. Hi. I'm blessed to be here. Amen, amen. Well, today Liz and I are going to be talking a little bit about one of our discipleship trainings that we do here at Victor Ministries. Um, this particular teaching we're talking about today is repentance and you know, too, so many people um, don't know what really um, repentance is all about. Repentance is actually a change in direction. So, you know, I know a lot of people in this mixed up world, um, they have a misunderstanding of what repentance truly is. I heard a preacher say one time that print, uh, that uh, repentance is not perfection, but a change in direction. So that, that still stands true today. True repentance is actually when you stop doing the things that brings conviction to your heart. The things that you once did, they no longer define you once true repentance happened. Would you believe, would you agree with me there, honey? Oh, definitely. Uh, when you repent, you also turn. That's another meaning of repentance. You turn in one direction or the other. You're either going to turn to the good in your life or you're going to keep turning back to the things that uh, overtake you and overpower you instead of becoming empowered and walking in freedom. Amen. So many people, I believe, are actually pulled back to their past and they, they regret it so much that they go back and relive that over and over and over. And the more we talk about the bad, the more we keep away the good. That's true. And they, they do. They live in the past and they live in that shame. And uh, the only thing that can take you out of that shame is what the Bible calls confess your faults one to another so that you will be healed. And so when you confess that shame to someone, uh, like someone here at Victory Ministries, who can pray for you and help you see who you are in Jesus when you go through our discipleship, that can help you come out of that shame. And that way you're walking in freedom again. Amen. Which is where Jesus wants all of his children walking. Definitely. He wants us to have victory in our life. He wants us to be. He wants us to overcome the walls of the devil. He doesn't want us walking around defeated all the time. Amen. And you know, nowhere in the Bible can I find where Jesus told us to pray to Him to do something about the devil. Right. He told us to do something about the devil. Yes. James four six tells us that that if we resist Him, He'll flee from us. But the first part of that verse says, "Submit yourself therefore to God first. Mm-hmm. And when you submit yourself to God, that's saying that He is more important than anything else in your life. God is bigger than your past mistakes. He's bigger than any mistake you'll make in the future. If there's something going on right now, he's bigger than the mistake you're getting ready to make. Once you submit to him, everything changes because you know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians five seventeen. therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And then look what the Bible says there, that old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. We are not the person that we used to be. Even though Satan can come with an influence or an enticement, 
we're not that person anymore because we've stepped away from that. We've asked for forgiveness, and we do not have to visit the tombstones of our past to live in a victorious present. Yes, and when we allow God, once we repent and we turn back to Him, and we, when we allow Him to make those changes in our heart by reading His Word and renewing our mind daily, focusing on, focusing on Him um, every single day, looking to Him for all the answers, then that's the first step to true freedom Amen. and pleasure in your life. Amen. You know, too many people are focused on the things of this world. You know, the Bible teaches us that we're just a pilgrim on a journey. Seeking a city whose builder and maker is God, eternal in the heavens. So we're just passing through here. What we do now is the determining factor of what we'll do then. So eternity has two choices. It's either heaven or hell. So I tell people a lot of times it's either smoking or non-smoking. <laughs> so, but what I, want, what I want to say, that true repentance in, in this um, particular teaching we're talking about, um, just a little bit of it, you know, once you repent, that the things that have been holding you back are beginning to walk on the road of discipleship. Now, once you become a born-again child of God, you cannot do the things you once did any longer because you're not going to have a desire to do those any longer. You're going to want what Jesus wants. Yes. And that's what Jesus said, to come out from among the world and be a separate people. You know, we can look at 2 Corinthians 6, 17. The Bible, the Bible, Paul was writing to the Corinthians there. He said, Wherefore, come out from among them and be you separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Notice there that Paul said it wasn't him given the commandment. It was the Lord, because the Lord said, Be you separate, because Paul said, Saith the Lord. So Jesus told us he didn't want us associated with the things of this world, because he knows the pitfalls and disappointment that it holds. Listen, it takes total separation. You cannot hold on to the things of the world and cling to Jesus too. It doesn't work like that. Think about this. If the world was all you had to look forward to, in your life, what would it really be? Down here, let me just use a, an association here. Down here, you know, we're going to get fat and outgrow our clothes or we're going to lose weight and we're going to fall off of them. That is certainly not much to look forward to. But over in heaven, there's a robe that's being prepared for those people that's saved by the grace of God that's just the right size. So we have a place prepared yonder in heaven that nothing here on this earth can be compared to. So once we start thinking biblically and living biblically then we start getting victory in our life yes when we're kingdom minded which uh, the, the Bible says in Luke that the kingdom of God is actually within us when we seek him with all of our heart then we will find him and when we find him he just he lives in us we become like him each the, and every day the key there is our whole heart yes not just with our mind not with eye service or you know a lot of people think that they they can have a relationship based on a sunday meeting only mm -hmm. and not live jesus through the week so in reality if you live any different on sunday than you do monday that means you don't know jesus on sunday it takes a total separation total commitment to the lord and a true repented heart that wants to seek the better things of the lord Yes, and, you know, you still may be living in the same circumstance. Once you repent, you're still going to be living in the same circumstances around you, the people, the same people around you. But it's not about them. It's about you. It's about looking at yourself in the mirror and making the change from within 
and letting God work through you and Holy Spirit speaking to you and teaching you Amen. what He wants you to know and how you can change and looking inside of your heart and seeing what you can change about yourself. It's not that you have to fix other people, but first you've got to fix yourself Amen. with God's help. That person in the mirror, if we get them where they need to be, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. You use an analogy a lot of times when we're teaching this class, and I want you to talk about that now, where they shot the rocket ship to the moon. Um, that is, that's awesome, and I think that that would help a lot of people we're talking to. Would you share that with everybody? Yeah, it's something that Andrew Womack shared, and I've, I've always had it in my mind because it, it gives a good picture of, ch of what it means to change direction or having a course correction in your life. Just because you become a Christian and you are repented of all your sins and he's forgiven you from all of it, that doesn't mean that you um, are going to walk this perfect road. So when um, they shot the rocket to the moon, it didn't just go straight there. They constantly had to make course corrections along the way to the moon to uh, get to their destination. And that's what we're doing on this walk, on this journey. As a Christian, we are constantly having to make course corrections along the way. And so... One thing that our discipleship does is it helps you recognize wh what you are doing that might need, well, <clears throat> it gives you the knowledge, but then Holy Spirit will convict you when you're getting off course, if you're listening to him. He'll, he'll help you get back on that course correction because if you're going off of the path that he's designated for you, then there's probably going to be consequences down that road. So you want to stay on the path, the narrow path that Christ has for you to get to your destination. Amen. And I, I don't, and I, I'm sure I can speak for you. I don't regret one mile that we've traveled for the Lord. Definitely not. I, I don't know of anybody that I've ever spoken to about giving their life to Jesus and um, walking with Him has ever regretted it. Now, if there's somebody out there that can say that, I'd like to hear from you, but so far I've never heard anybody say that they regretted it. Amen. No, I don't regret one mile that we've traveled for the Lord in the past 25 years. It just seems like it gets better every day, doesn't it? It sure does. You know, and, and I still wonder, John said there in John eight thirty two, <laughs> and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Notice that the only way that you get set free is by the truth. And the truth is that Jesus thought that when he looked at eternity, he thought that you that's listening, you that is listening to this podcast right now, Jesus looked at eternity and he thought it was so awesome enough that he wanted you there. So he went and died for you that you could be with him. And when you think about it like that, that's awesome that Jesus thought that we was good enough and loved us enough and cared for us enough that he wanted us with him there in eternity. But I'm glad I know the truth. And if you know the truth of the Lord Jesus, that's what's going to make you free. Let's look at Proverbs 18, 21, just a moment. Realize that, that true repentance worketh these good things in you because Proverbs 18, 21 will tell us that death and life and the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You can speak the good things, live in the past, live in your mistakes, live in your troubles, your trials, the things that happened back then that once you repent of and you know, that worketh godly sorrow, according to the Bible, so that, you know, you can be sorry for the things that you did. But once you bring those things to Jesus 
and you repent of those things. That brings about godly repentance, that you're truly, truly sorry for what happened. You ask for forgiveness. According to the Bible, Jesus said he would forgive you. But the most important thing that I think of there is that he forgets it. So why would we bring something up to him that he's forgot? Exactly. Um, that scripture is so powerful, uh, that death and life were in the power of your tongue. What are you creating with your words? You know, ask yourself that. What are you creating? Are you creating um, good words that will bring life? Or are you creating, creating words about yourself that will create death? Because um, we need to partner with God to create our tongue to speak words that have life over ourselves. He can help us do that. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of scripture that you can just memorize and, and say over yourself that create life. Amen. Around you, inside you, and to other people. Amen, amen. You know, the thoughts that we're talking about right now is not Liz or I thoughts. I mean, these are not something we're coming up with. These are actually, we're giving you what the Bible said. Uh, these isn't some man's thoughts, um, religious thoughts a pastor, a preacher, a lay member, a deacon, an apostle, prophet, whoever it may be, these are not their thoughts. This is the thoughts that the Holy Spirit gave the men of God of old and they pinned down according to the, the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So let's look at this for just a moment. The Bible says in Second Peter one twenty one that what Liz and I are talking about, for this prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And that's awesome. You see, this was given as inspiration through the men of God back then, that they pinned down so we would have today. Yes, <clears throat> excuse me, and talking about words, our words, they come from our thoughts. Amen. So our heart and our mind is where this begins. And uh, the Bible says that out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's in Matthew twelve thirty four. Amen. That's exactly right. What we talk more about um, that, that's what Matthew 7, I think it's, or, excuse me, Matthew six twenty one. 21, it thinks, you know, where your treasure is there, where your heart be also. Mm -hmm. So what we talk more about, the way that you're around other people and what they're talking more about, you'll readily know a repentant child of, of God that's on fire wanting what God got because they're constantly got him on their lips. That's where their heart is. Yeah, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it is the issues of life. Amen. That's what it says in... Proverbs. Amen. I, I don't have the address for that, but I know it's there. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I want to go back just to what Liz was talking about there. She was talking about a course correction. You see, once you make that course correction, all these wonderful things the Lord has waiting for you in your life will start to take place. Mm -hmm. All the miraculous things there in the supernatural that Jesus wants in your life will start to transpire. Because realize it or not, you that's listening right here, right now, Jesus wants to move mighty in your life. And get a hold of this. He's wanting to move so much, he's wanting to move more than you want him to move. He's ready right here, right now. So do you think that this is a great time to repent and make a course correction? Absolutely, that is. If the Lord is touching your heart right now, right now is the best time of day I can think of, this moment, to let true repentance come about in your heart and truly repent and then change direction from the places that you once was. 
It's time to leave the places where you've been held bondage by the devil. It's time where you've been hostage in your mind to where you may feel like you've not been worthy. You may have been hurt in church. You may have been talked down to or, or things that's happened. You can't see no way out of. I want to tell you today that there is repentance at when you come to the Lord Jesus. When you bring his trial, you know, 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us to cast all our cares upon him because he cares for us. And when, when, when the Bible talks about all cares, that means everything that's wrong with you, every wrong thought, everything that's happened, no matter what kind of day you're having right now, doesn't matter. You can get it fixed with the Lord Jesus. Listen, you are better than your past. And that is a truth you, may, you need right now to make friends with. Forgive yourself for doing the things that Satan led you to do. Repent, change direction, and then forget about it. It doesn't even exist anymore. That no good line, devil's going to try to bring back your past to you every day if you allow him to. And I promise you, if you allow him to walk back through it time after time after time, he'll keep doing that for you. Is that the kind of life that you want for yourself? Do you want to keep reliving the past? Do you want to relive the heartaches, the trials, disappointment, death of a loved one? Whatever it may be, Satan pulls you back there and lets you go through that day after day. Listen, if that's not the kind of life you want, then this change we're talking about has to happen. It can happen this minute. You can tell that no good lying devil that you're a child of the Most High God and that he has brought something to you that God has forgiven and forgotten and you're not going to comply with his folly, that you're going to put him on the run and resist him the way the Lord Jesus told you to. Um, start speaking life over yourself. You know, we've been given everything. The, uh, the word says in 2 Peter 1, 3 that we've been given everything pertaining to life and godliness. So we have to learn what it means to live in Christ and to let him live in us. Amen. I want So that we can walk out the truth and that it's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. And, and that's the key right there, that you don't live for yourself. You don't desire the things of the world. You want Christ to reign in your body, in your mind, in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then let the Holy Spirit lead every action that you take so that other people that you're around knows that you're all about Jesus. Yeah, it, it does. It takes practice to wake up every day and reckon yourself dead to sin. Amen. But when you do, that, that, that starts out. Yeah, that, alive in Christ. Amen. That starts out that relationship yes. we was talking about with mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ. Repentance, once that happens, then relationship can start to form. You can take a marriage couple husband and wife that may have been fighting all day long. You and I have never done that, have we? <laughs> <laughs> but a husband and couple that's been fighting all day long, it is so easy to fix when you come together and simply repent to one another, isn't it? Oh, definitely. To, you know, admit when you're wrong. To look at yourself and not the other one only. Um, then you realize, you know, nobody's perfect. Amen. Nobody's perfect. And when you look at yourself more than the other person as far as, you know, what am I, what do I need to change about myself? Then that will just help the other one look at their self too. And then both can admit if they're wrong or, or they, they probably both are wrong in some way. And we can actually take that the same thing with the Lord. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 43 and 25, Jesus had put me in remembrance and let us plead together, saith the Lord, that thou mayest be justified. You know, so many people today think that there's a, the way they pray has to go a certain way. 
or they've got to start it out with our Heavenly Father or whatever the case may be. Repentance, having a relationship with the Lord, is nothing more than just bowing your head and talking to your Heavenly Father. Because Jesus told us there in Isaiah 43 and 25 again that we could put him in remembrance and we could plead together that we may be justified. You, you, you can't be scared to put God in remembrance of his word. I mean, he told us we could do that. And, and, and you know, I get to experience that all the time. And Liz, you get to experience that all the time. We can remind God of his word and then victory soon follows after that. You know, the Bible says there in Acts 3.19, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Listen to this very important part right here. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. So if we repent and be converted, our sins are going to be blotted out and the refreshing, glory to God, shall come from the presence of the Lord. In other words, his, his refreshing, his joy, his peace, love, he's going to hand down to you the very minute you repent, the very moment that you repent, the Bible says that your sins will be blotted out and that the refreshing is going to come from the presence of the Lord. You know, I think about that verse in Second Chronicles 7, 14. He said, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, and I'll hear the land. I know that's been quoted across this great land, and it's a wonderful verse of reference. But realize that if... Unless the first part of that verse happens, which is this, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. That's the first part that has to happen before the second part will ever take place. And that's awesome when you, start, 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 when you stop and think about it, that we're called by the name of the Lord. All we've got to do is humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. Then the refreshing comes. Then, glory to God, the... the um, Joy, peace, love, all that becomes active again in our life. It, and it's just awesome to think that we can have this relationship with the Lord Jesus and know who we are in Him. And, it, and you know, it, it's uh, something that we get to experience every day. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but I know uh, that I, I'm glad that I know the Lord Jesus Christ. I do want to say this real quick, that, you know, we, we're talking about repentance. The Hebrew word for that is teshuva. Uh, it's pronounced teshuva, so it's teshuva, and it's and, and it means is a lot more feeling guilt or regret. In fact, it derives from the verb to return. In other words, you've walked away from God, so you can return. So that teshiva, it's more you know, it's not just feeling guilt or regret. It also derives uh, from the verb to return, so we can return back. Now we got to realize that we need to turn from the ways that we once lived and walk and live a life that is dependent upon the Lord and His truths. Everybody leaves out that part. They want to, you know, they live for the Lord, but they want to, you know, nothing about the truths of the God. A lot of people have no idea that these things in their life, not they don't need to repent of. They don't need their, you know, they don't need to repent of certain things, nor do they need to change their way of living or, or talking. Well, yes, they do. I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about those that's been saved with the grace of God. If you can still use the same talk that you once used before you were saved and live the same way you did, then you need to do some self-inventory, I think, and, and completely evaluate where you stand with God. Yes. Um, you're, either, you're either all in for Him or you're not. Do you want the benefits of walking in freedom? Then go all in for Jesus. And you'll, get, you'll see that come in your life. Amen. 
So I want to just a, a few, and we're getting ready to end this podcast, but a few questions I would love if, if you would take just a moment and ask yourself. Uh, these are things, some things you can ask yourself and, and to see where you stand with the Lord. Ask yourself, am I living the same way I was before I met Jesus? Am I listening to the same things I listened to before I met Jesus? Am I doing the same things over and over, going back to the same places that I once visited before I, I met Jesus? Am I still using the same language I was using? If profanity is in your vocabulary, then you need to do some talking with the Lord Jesus Christ because I can go back and I ain't got time to get into that part of it, talking about that, you know, these things ought not be. So we've got to stay in line with the Lord Jesus Christ. Have I come out from among the world? Are you living a separate people? Are you doing what God wants you to do? Do you think in line with the Word of God? These are just a few questions to get us going, but we need to start this process and, and let true repentance come about in our life that we can get where Jesus wants us to be. Yes, looking inward, looking at that person in the mirror, uh, letting Holy Spirit convict you of things that uh, are keeping you from getting closer to the Lord. Let him reveal those to you. Amen. You know, in these closing moments, I want to say to you today, and then I'm going to let Liz share what's on her heart, but I'd like to say to you today, that if you're driving down the road listening to this podcast, if you're sitting in a home, office, wherever it may be, if, if the Lord has spoken to you, then now is the time for repentance. Right this moment, right now, wherever you may be, then right now is the time for repentance. All you got to do is just bow your head and ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you those things. You're going to lay it in his hand. You're going to cast all your cares upon him so that the refreshing, the refreshing Acts 3.19 again, that the refreshing of the Lord... I shall come from the presence of the Lord. So today's the day of repentance. Don't put it off. Repent today and let the Lord Jesus Christ move in your life the way he's been wanting to since the very day you was born. Liz, what closing comments do you have for our people that's listening? What's on your heart? What's the Lord give you? Well, like we just said, true repentance is change of direction or turning to God or just turning to the world. And um, I know for myself, turning to God was the best decision in my life. And um, we never, I've never regretted it, not one day. Now, have I done everything that I could to be closer and closer to the Lord every day? No. But I do strive to do that. Sometimes I let the world overtake my time to be with him in his presence but if I had my choice all the time I would I would want to just sit and read the word and, and just meditate and learn more about him and you can do that too you can get in his presence each and every day if, if possible or you know when it's possible for you to get into his presence go in that secret place with him and let him speak to you and let him change your heart let him conform you into his image because that's what he that's what he wants he wants to conform you into his image so that you can walk in this transformation freedom happiness joy peace and love all the fruits of the spirit he wants all of those for you each and every day and so that you can walk in victory in your life and overcome the evil that comes your way overcome it you may have to walk through it a little bit you may have to suffer a little bit but you can overcome it with his help 
Amen. You know, true repentance brings about a happier life than relationship can happen. Um, I know I mentioned there a minute ago when I asked yourself the question, do you think in line with the Word of God? That is something that I wished I had time to talk about. When we think in line with the Word of God, happiness, joy, peace, contentment, things that we once have got, got upset excuse me, got upset about are no longer important to us because we're beginning to think in line with what Jesus said. So again, if you, I want to give you our information here at Victory Ministries. Our website is www.victoryministriesjc.com. If you would like to reach out to us by phone, our telephone number at the ministry is 423-262-8407. That's 423-262-8407. That line is available 24 hours a day. Please don't hesitate to call. You can also reach out to us by email at info at victoryministriesjc.com and one of our disciples will get back with you, Liz or myself. One of us will get back with you and we'll handle what's going on with you. So I want to ask Liz, if she would, to pray for you. You that's sitting there listening right now that, that has wanting, been wanting to repent in your life You've been wanting this change in direction. You're not sure how to, you've not been sure how to get it or maybe that the Lord spoke to you through this and now you know that you need to repent of some things. I'm going to ask Liz to pray with you and then we'll close the podcast out. So honey, if you would go ahead and pray for these folks. Okay. Father, we love you so much and we know that everything that you do for us is for our good. And each one that's listening, Father, if there's anyone out there that this has touched their heart and they need to repent, give them the power to do that. Give them the humility to come before you, Father, and repent of whatever it is that's keeping them from getting closer to you and living in the freedom and victory that you want for them in their life. Lord, We know that you want that for them, and we know that you want it more than they want it. So, Father, just help them to see, to see you, to seek you, to just want to love you and let you love them. And we thank you for all the lives that you've changed through Victory Ministries and other ministries. Father, we just thank you for everything, and we give you all the glory for everything that's said and done through us, and by your power, Father, keep going, that we keep going for you. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. That's listening. Our listeners, we deeply, deeply appreciate you. We love you deeply. Yes. And sincerely hope and pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And from Victory Ministries, may God bless you as our prayer. Thank you for listening to Doers of the Word podcast. Victory Ministries JC wants to show God's kind of love in all the lives we touch and interact with. There's hope in Jesus and we're here for you. If you need prayer or have a need pertaining to what we do or want a personal relationship with Jesus, please feel free to contact us at 423-262-8407 or our email is info at victoryministriesjc.com.